blood has not revealed this to you but the spirit of my father because the spirit bears witness to the son when fear comes the holy spirit whispers jesus when you know him you know the power of the holy ghost ah you did not understand me jesus said he will not do what is his own but what i command him to do so he whispers jesus to you so that you can say jesus and jesus will command the holy ghost you carry the power of god inside of you you must know it shalom and uh, welcome to another broadcast and uh, we are glad that you have tuned in uh, um, for us to share the word of god together and uh, i am really happy that you are watching me today and uh before we start, I would like us to bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you and we bless you. We thank you for another opportunity that you have given unto us, my Father, to be able to share the word of God together. I pray, Lord, that you will reveal the word, your word to us, my Father. I pray, Lord, that you will teach us, O oh Lord. I pray that you will change our hearts and you will change our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Um, today I would like to deal with um, uh, a topic that I have called trials and temptations. I will do this in uh, uh, two uh, in two in two different lessons or two different broadcasts. And uh, but today I want to deal with temptation, um, and we are going to look at what temptation is and 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 the aspects of temptation and how how a believer is supposed to to live a life of victory um, well we if you have your Bible you can turn with me to the book of uh, James James chapter 1 read from verse 12 it says, Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot tempt by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn by his own desires and enticed then we that then when desire has con as has conceived it gives birth to sin and sin when it is fully grown brings forth death do not be deceived by uh, do not be deceived my beloved brethren every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights and when there is no variation of shadow of turning of his own will he will he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures james here is talking about temptation and uh, i want first of all to to let us look at that what that word tempt is tempt is to entice or to try to entice someone to do something that they find attractive 
but not to be wrong or unwise. Now, here the Bible talks about uh, blessed is the man who endures temptation. Uh, for, for in him there is, uh, there is he for for when he has been approved, he will receive a crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. It goes on and says, let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. And I want to stop there because then there must be the one that tempts. If it is not God who tempts, then let's see what tempts. For God uh, cannot be tempted by evil nor does he himself tempt anyone but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own and desires and enticed to be enticed is to be to be uh, uh, to to be given an appetite for is 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 where where you have you 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 listen to somebody tells you something or you 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 feel drawn to that is an enticement. And, and the devil is the one who tempts. And, and, and because he is the one who tempts, let us look at what the work of the devil is and who the devil is because most of the time we take the devil for granted and we do not know what his purpose is and, and, and most of the time we ignore him. And when we ignore him, he gets an opportunity to, to, to come in deceptively to give you things that you know that you are not supposed to do and they look like things that you can do and you end up falling into a trap so we must look at who the devil is and 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 uh we'll go very quickly to to revelation uh it's not far from the book of james just a few books and you get to revelation revelation chapter 12 Revelation chapter 12 verse uh, we're gonna we're gonna read from verse 7 verse 12 I will read it says and war broke out in heaven Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for, for them in heaven any longer. So the, the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old called the devil, and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down and they overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell on in earth. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea uh, of the earth and the sea for the devil has come down to you having great wrath uh, 
because he knows that he has a short time. The Bible here is talking about the devil. He's talking about him missing a place in heaven and him being casted down here on earth. The Bible calls him a deceiver because he who is he who deceives the whole world. And he was casted down onto the earth and he is here for three things. He is here to kill. He is here to steal and he is here to destroy. And how does he do this? He does this by deception. Now, deception is anything, is, is when a person convinces you of what is a lie. A lie alone is not deception. A lie alone becomes deception when you are convinced about it as truth, yet it is a lie. Then we say you have been deceived. Now, the Bible says that when the devil speaks a lie, he speaks his mother tongue. He speaks his native tongue. Uh, and, and the devil is the, is the father of all lies. I want to put it to you today that the devil does not tempt unbelievers. Yes, I know you're looking at me shocked, but I want to put it to you that the devil has no business tempting unbelievers because what does temptation do? When you fail a temptation, you fall into sin. A sinner is already a sinner, so he doesn't need to be tempted of the devil. He, he lives a natural sinful life by, by, by what he does because he does not know the difference between, between uh, he cannot live a holy life. So he lives a sinful life. That is why he is called a sinner. So the devil does not need to tempt him because temptation leads to sin. So when the, when the tempter comes to you, he comes so that he can do this thing to you so that you can fall into sin. Whereas when sin comes in, sin removes you from your position where God has set you. It breaks down the communication between you and God. It brings down a barrier between you and God. And that's why Jesus came and the blood came so that it can reconnect us back into our rightful place with, with God. And the Bible here in the book of Revelation, it calls him the accuser of the righteous who accuses day and night what does he do he tempts and when you fall he goes to the father and says to the father look this is this person you say he's your son or he's your daughter look now he is sinning look now he is a sinner oh how can he be yours he belongs to me so he goes and makes a petition to God because of the deception that he has made to you you see when you become born again you now have a choice to make of whether you will live right or you will live wrong. When you get born again, it doesn't give you a ticket, a direct ticket to do what is right. You still get a choice to do what is right or what is wrong. Then the devil is sent to tempt because when the devil comes, he comes so that he can tempt you so that we can know what is deep inside your heart because your heart needs to be purified your heart needs to be broken your heart needs to be molded to form you into what God wants it to be and for God to know what is in your heart he allows the devil to tempt you so that what is in your heart comes out 
And this will lead to sin. If you fail the temptations, you will, you will lead to sin. It will lead to sin. We will look at two different temptations that the devil did. And we will see what happens when the devil tempts one who is, 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 is a child of God. Uh, when we look at the temptation that is in the book of Genesis. Genesis, Genesis chapter 3. We must be aware of the schemes of the enemy. Because if we are not aware of the schemes of the enemy, he catches us off guard. He catches us when we are not prepared for him. Uh, um, I'm going to read a few verses here. It says, now the serpent, from verse 1, it says, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the uh, uh, we may eat the tree of the uh, the fruit of the trees of the garden. But the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said you shall not eat, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its tree and ate. She also gave to her husband with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew that they were naked and they were sealed. Then they sealed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Here the devil goes to to, 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 he appears in the form of a serpent and he approaches Eve and the Bible says the serpent was more cunning than any beast that God had made and he goes to, the, to, 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 to Eve and the woman and he goes to her and he tells the, the woman are you sure God has said that uh, has God indeed said that you shall not eat of every tree of the garden he is now coming with 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 a question that is deceptive in nature it, it is it is coming to question or to find out what do you know that God has said about you what has God said that you can do in your life and 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 the woman is very quick to 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 respond and she says no every tree that is in the garden we can eat of its fruit but the tree that is in the middle of the garden we shall not eat of it and she adds something she adds something into that statement that god did not say and this opens a door for the enemy because she speaks of something that was in her mind that had nothing to do with what God had said. He says, we shall not eat of that fruit, we shall, nor shall we even touch it. And the devil says, the God has told you that, he first refutes what God has said. 
He says, you shall surely not die. Why? Because for you to believe something that is, that for you to do something that is wrong, you must believe in a lie. You must be deceived to believe it. But he will take what is, seems to be true and change it and make it, it is a mixture of truth and lie. It's a mixture of a truth and a lie. That is why it is deceptive because it looks like the truth, but in it is a lie. He tells, he tells Eve that in that fruit, if you eat, I tell you, you shall surely not die because God knows that the day you eat of that fruit, you shall come into knowledge of what is good and evil and therefore you shall be like him. But man was already created like God. When God created man, he said, let us make man in our own image and likeness so God was or man was already like God but the devil uses that to create a, a, a an enticement to catch Eve unawares to make to draw her closer to what was physical to what she could see to what that was 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 looking tempting and when he gets her attention he tells her you will not die I tell you the truth, you will not die. You will only become more like God. And the Bible says Eve looks at the fruit and the fruit looks good. And this is where I want to come to, that the devil tests. He tests you with three things. He tests you with the lust of the eye. Eve looks at the fruit. The Bible says Eve looks at the fruit and it looks good for food. What does he use? She sees with the eyes and he says that it was pleasant to the eyes, the last of the eye. The devil has now activated the, the, the physical realm of Adam and Eve, their physical nature, their physical attributes, that they can see and see that this is beautiful to look at. And the Bible says, and that is the first thing he uses, he uses the last of the eye, that the tree was desirable to make one wise. It was good for food, which is, a, it is you see, when you look, talk about food, you talk about pleasing the desire of the flesh. That is, it is good to eat. That is the, what the flesh wants. The flesh is for food. So the Bible says food is for the stomach and stomach is for the food and God shall destroy both. And he looks at it and he says this is good for food. The desire of the flesh, he looks for it and he, he captures her with that. And at, at the end of it, he says she, 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 and the tree was desirable to make one wise and that is the third thing that the devil does once he has captured you with the lust of the flesh he has captured you with the lust of the of the eye then he wants to to he gives you there's the lust of the flesh the lust of the eye and the pride of life and what is the pride of life the pride of life is to become is, is when you take yourself to have knowledge that you have known what everything is that you know that you know that you know and nobody can tell you anything that is 
pride of life that you see yourself as God and this is actually what made the devil fall in the first place he looked at himself and he saw himself as God he saw himself as the creator he he, he put himself up into the same pedestal as God and when he looked at and, and when Eve looked at that foot in that way her desired desires overwhelmed her and she took of the fruit and she ate the fruit and the Bible says her husband was standing right next to her and she beat the fruit and she gave her husband and you know Adam should have waited a few seconds because Eve would have said I am naked and Adam would have said I don't think so so I'm not gonna eat that fruit but the devil in his deception he made sure you know people thought that people when we read the bible sometimes you can feel like oh the the devil uh, 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 should should have approached the man or whatever but the devil did what he did in the presence of the man when he spoke the man had when eve saw adam saw when she saw it was good for food when she desired it adam desired it also why they were in the same vicinity they were together in in earshot of the devil listening to the lie of the devil we must not be deceived brethren we cannot be in the presence of the enemy and we listen to him and we get to 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 to, to hear him and and, and 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 we are there we shall surely fall the bible says you must flee you must flee from the desires you must flee from all desires of the flesh that lead to sin because when you do not flee when you play around with them they start looking and Tizing. They start, they start, and that's what temptation is. It is what you know this is wrong, but it looks good. It looks, you, you, you can play with it a little bit. And the devil says, it's not, there's nothing wrong with that. You can still do that. But what is the devil trying to do? He is trying to break your communication with God. He is trying to break what you have with God. He is trying to put a sander in your relationship with God. He is trying to come into the middle to become the accuser to say, because the devil cannot accuse you of what you have not done. He can only accuse you and he is the, he's called the accuser of the brethren. So who is doing the sinning? It is not the sin, it is the brethren. He is the accuser. He, he tempts us so that we can fall, so that he can have a case against you. He knows the God that we serve is a just God. He knows God is just and he judges justly. So if he goes to him with a case that has got merit, if he goes to him with a case that has got a a a a a, a a base that God will hear because God is a just God so he is the accuser he is this is the reason why we get tempted and in the book of James James is telling us that blessed is he who can stand if we can read that very quickly it says blessed is he is the man who endures temptation who endures temptation for when he has been approved, 
he will receive the crown of life which the Lord promised to those who love him the crown of life when you when you pass through temptations temptations will always be there for a for 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 a, for a righteous man they will always be there why they are there to make sure that your heart is contrite that your heart is upright that your heart is where it's supposed to be because here the bible tells us that let no man say that he is tempted of god because god cannot be tempted by evil nor does he himself tempt anyone but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires drawn away from what drawn away from god the desires of the flesh they draw you away from god they open you up to temptations they open you up to 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 to, to getting away from the presence of God it says but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed you see sin is very enticing sin is very desirable says then when desire has been conceived when you you, you see it sin does just doesn't happen sin has to come from the heart the bible says that in the heart is where lies your desires your desires are in your heart so god has to mold your heart that your desires are the desires of god that you desire what is of god that you desire what comes from heaven that you desire what is of the what what is heavenly but not not the desire of the flesh not the desire that is that comes from being in a physical body because what the eye sees and what you can touch is are all temporal and if they are temporal then they are sinful in nature when you see something and you desire it where does the passion come from does it come from what you are seeing or the passion comes from god you see god does not judge what we do he judges the motives of what we do because that is what the devil uses to tempt you when god calls you and he puts you into a place where you lead people he looks at you and he looks at what you you are doing but he doesn't look at what you are doing only he looks at what are the desires of your heart are you driven by money are you driven by 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 sexual desires are you driven by when you look at a multitude of people what drives you what moves you to do what you do is it the lust of the flesh is it the lust of the eye is it pride of life is that the core of your desires and if that is the core of your desires then the desire is conceived in your heart and when it is fully mature the bible says it develops it comes into it comes into being seen It says that the desire when conceived it gives birth to sin and when it uh, when it is full grown brings forth death because the wages of sin is death and this is where we as Christians need to be careful 
And there is a lot of premature death in the, in the church today. There is a lot of immature physical death. There is a lot of spiritual death in the church because we have allowed ourselves to be enticed by the devil, to be spoken to by the devil, to be, to be lied to, to be deceived by the devil. He, we have given him our ear. We have said, speak to us. We are listening. We have put ourselves. We must guard what we look at. We must guard what we hear. We must guard what our hearts is fed because that is where the desire comes in. It will not come in a day. It takes time for it to mature. It takes time for it to be fed. It has to be to be uh, to be nurtured and conceived and 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 bring, brought to life. You can tell me, Pastor, you know, I just love listening to this music. I know it is not gospel, but uh, it, is, it, is, it is just good for, you know, it makes me feel good. No. It plants something inside of you. It plants something. It, it makes, it gives you a desire. Because in everything there is a spirit behind it. And if the spirit is not of God, then it is of the devil. And if it is of the devil, it brings with it temptation. This is what I'm saying. I am saying you must be careful with what you feed yourself. Because what you feed yourself will make what you have in your heart as desires. And what you have inside of your heart as desires. The Bible says that the heart of man in nature, naturally, without Christ, it is deceptive. It is evil. It is evil evil in its core and it is deceptive and us knowing that as children of God we must guard our hearts we must guard our hearts with diligence that we should not let the enemy put things inside of us and God is always looking to perfect us God is always looking, first of all, to find out what you are made of and what you are made of. When temptation comes, they draw what you are made of. They draw what you are made of. And we will look at one thing. We will look that that was the first Adam, the way he failed in the same test. Let us look at Jesus. Jesus went through the same thing. Jesus was sent to, 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 to the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And if Jesus was sent to the wilderness to be tempted of the devil, how much more do you think you will be tempted? Him being the son of God, him being the son of God was also tempted. Let's go to Matthew chapter 4 very quickly. It says, then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he was, he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Afterward, he was hungry. Now, when, uh, when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the son of God, command these stones to become bread. And he answered and said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. 
Then the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hand they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again the devil took him up on the exceedingly high mountain and showed him all kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give to you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan. For it is written, you, will wash, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Jesus, just after he is baptized by John, the Bible said he is led by the Spirit to be tempted of the devil. And he, is, he goes and he fasts, he fasts for 40 days and 40 nights. And after the fasting, the devil approaches him. And he approaches him at the point of his weakness. We must be careful because the devil will not use their strengths. He will not come against you when you are strong. He will come against you when you are weak. He will wait for your weakest point of view for him to attack you. During this time that we are living, it has perilous times. It is times where we are, we, we are not together. We are not, we are not able to gather together to strengthen one another. And this is the time where the devil is tempting us the most. This is the time that men, men and women of God, brothers and sisters that are falling into the temptations. We are falling into temptation of not praying. We are falling into temptations of not giving. We are falling into temptations of not doing what we know that is right to do. Why? Because we are not where the body of Christ is together to strengthen one another. And the devil is aware of that. He is aware that you are alone. He is aware that you are vulnerable at this point of time. And this is the time for you to be able to stand by the word of God, to stand on the word of God, to stand knowing what the Bible says. Because by the word of God we are able to stand against his 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 works we are able to resist the devil by the word of by, by the confession of our tongues we are able to resist the devil and we must resist him otherwise we will fall into the temptations and many have fallen but I have come to bring you good news that them that are tempted they are tempted and are tempted because they are children of God. The devil does not tempt sinners. He comes to the righteous people, to the righteous men of God, to the righteous woman of God, and he brings into them deception. Look at this. When, God, when the devil uh, uh, approaches uh, uh, Adam and Eve, he approaches them as a serpent and he is cunning and he lies to them and he deceives them. And after they fall, sin comes into their life. And when you read what had happened in the Bible to Adam and Eve, 
God comes to them and he asks them, did you eat of that fruit that I told you not to eat? Did you partake of that fruit that I told you not to eat? And he asks them. And at this point, if Adam said, Lord, I am sorry. I apologize. I have sinned against you. Forgive me, master. God would have forgiven him. But no, he points a finger at, 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 at the wife. He says, it is this woman that you gave to me. He throws the blame back to God. He says, God, if it was not you who created this woman, I would not have fallen into sin. Did you create temptation for me? Did you give me this so that it can tempt me? The Bible says, whoever is tempted shall not say that he is tempted by God. The, Adam says that he is tempted because God put to him something that in the end became evil. God does not make things that are evil. He does not have part in, in, in any evil thing. But if Adam had, had confessed his sin and had said that, you know what, God, I made this decision to eat this fruit because I was weak and I failed and I failed you, Lord. Forgive me. The devil would have been defeated but the now this desire has now man manifested into sin and now the sin has now matured when he points the finger the sin matures and God has to pass the death sentence and he passes the sentence to Adam and when he passes the sentence to Adam the devil has no longer work to do in Adam and Eve's life. Read the Bible. The devil does not confront Adam or Eve anymore. He does not. Why? There is no need for him to do it. Because the sin has manifested. It has matured. It has grown. And in it now is death. I have come to tell you, my brother and my sister, the temptations that you are going through. Maybe you failed in one or two. That is not the end of it. You can still go to God and say, I am sorry, Lord. I am sorry, my father. I have sinned against you. Forgive me, oh Lord. Forgive me, master, because I was weak. But I promise the next time that this thing comes, I will fight harder to resist the temptations. And God will will give you another chance. Another chance to do what? Another chance for the devil to come and tempt you again. Because the devil will always, when you reconnect yourself to God, with that is why we always need to confess our sins. Because when we confess our sins, we are reconnected back to God. And when we are reconnected back to God, the devil still has work to do in your life. Don't say, I cannot get tempted. Everyone can get tempted. And Everyone can fail the temptation. Jesus showed us the right way to go to to go to to to, to do it. But when he lived here on earth, he told he, uh, uh, Peter comes up to him and he says, "Master, I will do anything for you, and I will I can die for you." And Jesus looks at him and he tells him, "Before the cock crows." You will have denied me three times. 
Why? Because we have a nature that if we, God does not help us by ourselves, we cannot resist sin. And Jesus is saying that I am here to help you with the word of God, with the confession of your mouth, to remove you from what your desires want, from what your, your, your natural desires of the flesh would want, to what God has in store for you that is right, that is righteous, that is of right standing. Because men are driven by the desires of their hearts. Men are driven by what we feel in our hearts. And it is very easy for us to fall into temptation. To fall into temptation. But I have come to tell you the devil is a liar and God loves us and he loves you so much. And he is saying you can beat that temptation. You can cross over to the other side and there is a reward for you because you love the Lord. And because you love the Lord, there is a reward for you after the temptations are over. After you have beat the temptations in this world, there is a reward waiting for you and I have come to tell you today that don't, don't let the devil lie to you don't let the devil uh, take you for a roller coaster ride an up and down life that has no meaning that you that, that, that you are always up or down you are always up or down no refuse that life take the word of God in your heart let your you know we have to be able to, to, to stand against the enemy. Put, put on the whole armor of the Lord that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You might be able to stand against the, 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 the temptations and the forces that the devil bring to you. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of his age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places therefore take the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand in the evil day and having done all to stand stand therefore having guarded your west with truth having put the bristlest of righteousness having showed your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace having all taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit uh, uh, spirit which is the word of God praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that in it I, am, I speak boldly as I ought to speak. We must put on the full armor of God. We must put on the full armor of God that will protect 
protect us from the enemy, that will give us what we need to be able to defeat the enemy. The enemy comes to us and when he comes to us, he comes to tempt us. He comes to remove us from the position that we are in. He comes to remove us from where we are in a right standing with God, from where we are in, 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 in communion and in fellowship with God because sin separates us from God. Sin brings a blanket where we can no longer now commune with God. We can no longer now have fellowship with God. We can no longer now have that connection, that divine connection that gives gives us what is of the heavenly that gives us what God has desired for us to have he breaks that that down and he uses principalities and powers he uses wickedness he uses forces of the enemy and we must be able to stand in the spirit because our weapons are not carnal but they are mighty through God and through the tearing down of strongholds we must be able to put on the full armor of God and I have come here today to tell you that we need to put on the full armor of God that we can stand the wiles of the devil that we can stand every fiery dart of the enemy we must have our shield of faith we must have our sword of the spirit we must put on our helmet of salvation our breastplate of righteousness our boots with the readiness of the gospel of Jesus Christ that we are able now to stand against against the enemy, to stand with prayer and supplication, to stand what the devil is trying to do during these difficult times. This is the time we are most vulnerable. This is the time that we are most in a place where we can totally get out of the way of what is right and do what is wrong. But I've come to encourage you today, keep fighting the good fight of faith. Keep walking and keep standing, keep standing. You know, the Bible says a righteous man shall fall, but seven times shall he rise. We must keep standing. We must keep standing. We must keep standing to be counted. If you're watching me and you're saying, Pastor, I'm not born again. I need this Jesus. I need this Jesus so that I can be able to stand and be counted. I've, I've, come, I've come to tell you that you can receive him. It is very easy. In the book of Romans it says you only have to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth and you will get salvation. And I'm going to lead you into a prayer of confession. Right now where you are, just believe these words that you're about to say and Jesus is going to change everything in your life. Just say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I come to you this day. Change my heart. Enter my heart, O oh Lord. Make me a new creation, my master. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today onwards, I will live a holy life. I will follow you from now until the, the, the end of my life. I love you and I need you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer, Jesus now has come into your heart.
you are no longer a sinner but you are a saint of God and God is ready to use you in powerful ways and you must stand in the word of God find yourself a church that preaches the true gospel get yourself a Bible you have a phone download the holy scriptures get yourself reading the word of God pray every day and this will strengthen your faith uh, there is a number down there on your screen if you can call that number somebody is ready to pray with you to tell you now what you can do now that you are born again you are blessed in Jesus name if you are there and you're saying pastor I need prayer right now I want to believe with you the Lord is gonna touch you wherever you are and just just close your eyes and we are gonna believe together father in the mighty name of Jesus Lord we know that we are going through a difficult time and the devil is out there moving back and forth trying to find whom he shall devour but Lord you are our refuge and our comfort Lord search our hearts and remove everything that is not of you oh Lord everything that has been but that, that has come as a result of the flesh oh Lord we pray right now that you will remove it from our spirits that you will remove it from our hearts that you will plant your desires inside of us desires to get to know you more desire for the word of God desire for the fellowship of the of the brethren I pray Lord Jesus that you will help us to live a righteous life oh Lord oh Jesus we need you Lord I pray my father that if there is any one of us oh Lord that has committed any sin my father that you will forgive us oh Lord that you will put us back into the right standing into back into righteousness back into holiness my father in the mighty name of Jesus I come against every spirit of the enemy every deceptive spirit spirit that comes to deceive and 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 to lie and 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 to bring a, a, a division in the church my father division in the body of Christ my father that comes to tear us from the from from the fellowship from our fellowship with you oh Lord I come against it right now in the mighty name of Jesus I call it defeated oh Lord it has no more power my Jesus Father, we thank you and we bless you. I pray for everyone that is watching on, that is watching me right now. If there is any that is sick, my Father, I pray for the healing power of the Holy Ghost to fall upon them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for healing right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I see someone, you have pain on your knee. The Lord is healing you right now. That pain is disappearing. Right now you can move your leg and you will find that that pain is no longer there. Oh, I believe right now, my father, for every brother and every sister that has got any pain of any kind, I come against that pain right now in the mighty name of Jesus. There is a brother that you are having a pain on the right side of your head right now. It is disappearing right now. 
now in the mighty name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. There is a cold feeling that you're feeling right now, a cold sensation that is going over through your body right now. That is the healing power of God in, in, in at work in your life right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we love you and we need you. I bless you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. I know the Lord has done great things to you. There is a number that is right down there on your screen. Send us a text and tell us what the Lord has done for you and we will rejoice with you. We thank you and we, we just say that you keep standing. Keep the faith. Keep holding on to the word of God because the word of God is true. Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will remain always. Uh, as we wind up, I want to give you an opportunity to give today, to give to God who is your savior, who is the one that forgives you of sin, who is the one that, 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 that removes you from any kind of temptation that the devil would bring to you. Uh, uh, this is the time for us to give to God, to show him that we trust in him and that we believe in him. I will bless you before you give. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you and we bless you. I pray for every giver today, my Father. Pray, Lord, that your word will be true to them because you say that he who sows bountifully will reap bountifully, my Father. Let them reap a hundred for thirty, sixty, seventy, a hundredfold, my Father. During this time, Lord, let them see your hand, my Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are blessed, you are blessed, and you are blessed. I love you, and thank you for watching. Shalom. Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but the spirit of my Father. Because the spirit bears witness to the Son. When fear comes, the Holy Spirit whispers, Jesus, when you know him, you know the power of the Holy Ghost. Ah, you did not understand me. Jesus said he will not do what is his own, but what I command him to do. So he whispers Jesus to you so that you can say, Jesus! And Jesus will command the Holy Ghost. You carry the power of God inside of you. You must know it.